morning. I'm Carl Seward. This is In Praise of Good Friends, and you're listening to episode 11, Poor Pitiful Me. For the past few years, uh, my family's financial prospects have not been good. Um, Those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while know that I record in the morning after working an overnight shift at a hotel. That's a second job that I've taken to try to help make ends meet. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about the details of our situation. That's not what this is about. This is not a poverty podcast. Uh, But just kind of take it as read that things are not good for us and that we don't have really any disposable income. So what I want to talk about is how that affects the way that I conduct my friendships. The first and most obvious way is that I can't go out anywhere. Adult friendships seem to be conducted primarily at restaurants. At least that's my my experience. So, for instance, tonight, a group of my former co-workers from the library system are getting together for a send-off for one of my former co-workers who is leaving the library to help start a new bookstore here in town. They've invited a bunch of people, including myself, to come and say farewell. And that is happening at a Mexican restaurant here in town. This friend, uh, Cindy is her name, uh, she's really important to me. She is a person who both personally and professionally did a lot to help me when I worked at the library system. I would really like to go and help to send her off. But I can't afford to eat a decent meal at a decent restaurant. Not right now, anyway. So what do I do? Do I send my regrets? Just not go? Do I go but not eat or drink? If you've never been in that situation, by the way, it's incredibly uncomfortable. And if I do that, if I show up and don't eat or drink, but the group decides very reasonably that everyone should split the cost of Cindy's meal, what do I do then? Do I say, no, I can't afford that? Another example is parties. People invite me to parties now, which is the thing that still kind of surprises me. With all of my insecurities and anxieties, it still uh, it still comes as a pleasant surprise when somebody invites me to a party. And on the surface, that would seem like a more reasonable thing that you know nobody's going to ask me for money to go to a party, right? But see, I was raised with an understanding that 
no polite person ever shows up at someone's door empty-handed. You bring something. You bring a gift. You bring a bottle of something. You bring food to provide for the party. You contribute. So again, what do I do? Can I justify taking money from the food budget or the fuel budget to buy a bottle of wine? Can I take food from our pantry, take food from my children to make a dish to take to a party and give to strangers? How do I justify that? How do I work my way around that? And gifts are not just an issue at parties, either. Gifts are tokens of caring. They're symbols of thought, right? It's the thought that counts. But the thought is still attached to something, to an object. My mother buys gifts all the time. When she is out buying clothes or toiletries or groceries or who knows what, she'll stop by the clearance table and see what's there. And she'll pick up something that seems like it's a nice thing. Not for any particular person, not for an occasion that she's aware of, just to have on hand. And she has a closet full of these things. Gifts that are just sitting there, waiting to be given to somebody at a moment when they need to know that she's thinking of them. Same thing with greeting cards. She has filing cabinets full of greeting cards, organized by occasion, just waiting to send to somebody. And I can't, I can't do that. I can't afford to do that. Mother's Day is tomorrow, and I don't know what I'm going to get for my wife. Our anniversary, our 20-year wedding anniversary is coming up later this year, and I don't know how I'm going to get a gift for her. I can make things. That's always an option. But it takes time to knit something or draw something or to put together a collage or do all these other kinds of crafty things. It takes time and it takes energy and it takes creative thought that I just don't always have in me when I'm working two jobs and raising three kids. Which brings me around to what I think is the really big idea here. And that is that being broke is pervasive. It is all-consuming. I work all the time. And the time I don't spend working, I spend sleeping. And any time I have left when I'm not working or sleeping, I'm worrying. 
I'm thinking about how to pay the bills, what's coming next, how are we going to get through the next crisis, how are we going to survive, and when I have a moment away from those thoughts, I get blindsided by a kid who's two years away from college and retirement and all of these things just piling on me. There are days when all I can think about is how broke we are. And then I go to a party, or I go to the restaurant, or I run into a friend out in the world, and they look at me and they say, how are you? What's going on in your life? And I want to be authentic with the people who care about me. I want to tell them the truth about my life. I want to share that with them. But how do I do that in a way that doesn't come off as whining or demanding sympathy or asking for money? And so conversations fall back on surface things. And there's a lost opportunity to connect, I think. So I don't know what to do about these situations, these issues. Maybe you have some ideas. But I think it's important to talk about them. And I thank you for listening. So that's it then for episode 11 of In Praise of Good Friends. My name is Carl Seward. That's Carl with a K. Last name is S as in Sam. I-E-W-E-R-T as in Thomas. This is Carl's friend Jillian. To find Carl at various social media destinations such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, seek out the username Yoyology, which he uses pretty much everywhere. That's spelled Y-O-Y-O-L-O-G-Y, as in the scientific study of yo-yos. This is Carl's friend Mark. The podcast is posted on SoundCloud, but can also be found via iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Subscriptions, ratings, and reviews are gratefully appreciated. And please tell a friend if you think they would like the podcast. This is Carl's friend, Adrian. For direct feedback, letting Carl know what he's doing right and what he's doing wrong and what he could be doing better, please email ipogfcast at gmail.com. This is Carl's friend, Grace. The intro music is Friendly by Nakoko. The outro is Loud and Friendly by Mistakis. Both are licensed through Creative Commons and can be found at jamendo.com. Links are in the description. This is Carl again. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. 
Be well. Stay safe. Know that you are loved.